0: Everyone, once again, welcome to the Dirk Boy Podcast, where we talk about a variety of interesting topics. I am your host, Rugged the Lovable, Huggable Dragon, and we're here on episode number 14 about my job at Amazon. Of course, if you enjoy my content that you're listening to, please feel free to give it a good review on Spotify or whatever platform you're using to listen to my sweet and sexy voice. If you ever want to be part of my podcast, either as a voice guest or if you feel like your questions should be read out loud and answered, feel free, just click on a few of the links I provided within the episode of my podcast. Now, the best way to reach me involves my Twitter account at Rugged the Dragon. It's all one word. Now, along with my Discord channel as well, you can also freely join that. And I hope to hear more from everyone as time rolls on. Also, I do live stream on Twitch, and I play a variety of video games that you might enjoy. So if you enjoy this podcast and want to interact with me very directly while I play these video games, head on over to my Twitch at Rug of the Dragon, all one word. Stop by, say hi, offer a follow if you want. With that being said, let's go on to the main topic about my average days working at Amazon. Alrighty, 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 right. here is the topic coming up, so my days at Amazon, now I do work at Amazon currently, as of May 18th, 2022, I still work there, I may go back to this podcast and be like, oh shoot, I don't work there anymore, (laughs) but uh, anyway, so, Amazon, now I don't really know the history about it, all I know is that I think sometime around 1995, it opened for business just as an online bookseller. That's what it originally was, I believe. Now, uh, later on, it became successful and then started delivering more packages. Now it now it just contains everything from A to Z. That's the whole point of the logo. It points from A to Z. So it's just in case you didn't know. So Amazon is now a website where you order pretty much anything you want. Anything, just about. <laughs> anything you, you get is from Amazon, right? The company is huge in the USA it's deliver it the amount of packages it delivers every day, I can't imagine how many right, and especially if you have prime subscription, you no, know, which I do have, although I'm considering possibly getting rid of it, I don't know there are many benefits to it that I can't live without, like such as fast shipping and you also also got that amazon free movie service or whatever. so I always wonder to myself, how is it? working at Amazon. What what are the benefits? What is it like? Is the work work itself difficult? Is it stressful? Is it a good job? Does it pay very well? I was very curious. But uh at the time, I was unaware because I was still working a cashier job and it's it wasn't a really good job in terms of pay, but I was also obligated to stay because I didn't feel like I was I wouldn't really feel like I was willing to screw the company over because our area involved a low amount of workers anyway. I felt that if I was just going to leave abruptly, it would kind of screw everyone else over and kind of happened anyway. Now that I just realized it, I used to work as a cashier. Now, at a small story, it, it I mean, it didn't pay that great, but the people were cool. Uh, I like telling stories to everybody and it felt like a good job and the the hours weren't too long. So I get done my shift and I get home and I spend more time to relax, uh, take a breather, get a good night's rest and come back the next day. That was pretty much my job, but it's, like I said, it didn't pay too well and I wasn't able to get a lot of money. I I was getting paid maybe two or $300 a week. That's not enough. (laughs) i needed something better than that i really did so i think around 2021 i was at my job again and i heard my bluetooth speaker which was which was uh connected to my spotify account i made like my personal playlist i heard an, an advertisement telling people hey if you work at amazon you could get this much pay per month per hour and i'm like okay that sounds nice and a $3,000 sign-up bonus. I'm like, whoa. Okay. I, I, I So, I did some research and found out there was a fulfillment center not too far away from me. So, I was like, all right. Uh, let's see how much they're paying. They're offering that $3,000 bonus. Now, you have to work a certain amount of like months, maybe even a year to get that bonus. Because they don't want people joining Amazon and getting that bonus so early and then they just leave, right? That that's that that's so much money you'd lose. So I decided to go onto the Amazon website and fill out an application there. Now I I've done this before years ago, but the application process was so complex and they never called me back anyway. But this time They simplified it even more, right? And they didn't ask these ridiculous questions of this product weighs this much and is this much. How would, where would you put it on the shelf or whatever? I'd be like, um, huh? (laughs) And that was before the whole pods thing, but I'll get into that later on. So anyway, I decide to fill out a second application. They call me right away. Amazon sets up an appointment. Really? I was just there. I pretty much already had the job at that point. All I had to do was just show up. I just showed up and I said, okay, well, here's my badge. Here's uh, here's my information. And they took my picture. They got my badge for me and they said, okay, well, uh, here's a drug test. Take this real quickly and um, your shift starts next week. Okay, that was quick. <laughs> but the reason is because this was around what we call peak season. So peak season is essentially holidays from I'd say October or November starts and it doesn't end till about January or February. I'd say February because they really Amazon really needs a lot of workers for that time period because everything hits the fan when it comes to how busy and crazy that whole facility is. Amazon on peak season when you're working at the fulfillment, ah, I can't speak today. The fulfillment center. <laughs> if you're working there during peak season, it's freaking ridiculous. And I kind of learned that the hard way. But it was also the best way to learn because I was in a fast-paced environment. But as I was doing things, I was learning faster. I was actually able to do my tasks quicker as time moved on. Through stress, yes, but at the same time, it was a quicking quicker learning process i keep messing up my words why am i messing up my words this is what happens when i do this stuff live and wing it and don't write a script but even then if i write a script i completely fail at it but anyway so my first day at amazon started on veterans day i wish i could have been working a day after that because veterans day for those who don't know i am a marine corps veteran so my dad's also a veteran within the united states air force he served longer, I serve shorter. But regardless, we both like to go out on Veterans Day to have our free meals. We like to go to uh, Outback, or not Outback, we like to go to, you know, te- anything that offers a free meal, like t- uh, the Texas Roadhouse or Applebee's, right? We like to celebrate, but we're also very kind because when, if we bring other people, we pay for them. But, okay, off topic a little bit. So I started Amazon on Veterans Day, and they told me that my job was stowing. So my first week or so being there was stressful. I was sweating so much, not because it was hot inside the warehouse, it's because I was just stressed out. I didn't know what I was doing. I felt like if I wasn't doing this correctly, they won't keep me, you know, and that develops a lot of sweat on my head because of the stress. I was constantly patting myself down. Now, I'm not saying the job is bad, though. Like, over time, I barely sweat anymore. (laughs) You know? You know how, like, you play Call of Duty and you're sweating, like, literally because you're so stressed out if you're going to win or lose and your heart's pumping? Kind of like that. But at Amazon, like, I wanted to figure out my job as quickly as I could and kind of stand out so I can actually be admired for my work so I could stay at the company. Because this is a good job for money. It paid... I think it pays about, it, dep- it depends on what state you're in, but I think my pay rate at the time was around $17, and it'll just go up as I stay longer. Let me talk about my average day. After my training was over, this is my average day, so I get to work, uh, go through the little barrier door. I have, I have my badge, which acts, you can tap the badge on the little scanner, and it lets you in to the security door. So I go in, uh, walk over to the clock-in station whenever my shift starts. So, I'd say around 6 o'clock or a little bit before that. Boop, boop, hit the badge against the little scanner, clocked in. Now, originally, for the time period of not only peak season, but also when COVID was still spread around, uh, you could originally clock in through the app. All you had to do was go to the app and say, clock in. But the app also had this feature where if you had your GPS on it would know that you're in the building or not. So if you're trying to clock in to work outside of the building, like say from home, it wouldn't accept it. But if you're in this building, then yes, you could use the app. But they stopped doing that for a while because people were exploiting it. So, um, yeah. Anyway, so I clock into my job. I go to the middle area of the fulfillment center where everyone's lined up. You just scan your badge and a little piece of paper prints out and it tells you what station you're in. Okay, so I get to my station. Eventually I set everything up. I have a little mini fan. I plug in via USB. No one ever, no one has ever thought of that. Everyone's like, Oh, the, the floor is so hot. You oh, know, I can't, can't stand working like that in, the, in that heat. And I'm like, I have a fan on me. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm caught up here. And, um, I get to my station and I'll put my gloves, safety gloves on and get my little, uh, box cutter out, you know, it's, and, um, There are these robots. So we talked about the pods earlier. So pods are essentially think of a tall shelf, right? That you have at home. Do you not like at home? You have those like wooden shelves, and you stack books on it or whatever you can. Think of that, but it's all yellow, and there are four sides to it, and it's carried by these little robots. These little like I don't know like they're like they're flat cart looking robots, and they roll these things around. And there are barcodes in the bottom of the floor. So every time it passes by these barcodes, it gets information of where it has to go. So if I get to my station, a few pods are called in to move around and get to my area. And based on what I have in terms of the inventory I have to put away, different sized pods will appear. Some pods will have little spots to put in little items. Other pods will have giant areas to put like big stuff in it. So... I get my boxes or totes and I figure out what kind of stuff I have. Okay. This box is big stuff. This box is little stuff. All right. A pod comes in. It looks like it has space for small stuff. All right. Grab whatever small stuff I can one at a time. Scan it. Find a spot for it. Put it in there nice and neat and repeat this for 12 hours, 12 hours, not including, well, including I'd say breaks. There are two half hour breaks and one 15-minute break. One is paid, the other one is unpaid. So, basically, it's a simple job. It's just that you might have to turn your mind off a little bit as you're working because if you are so focused on your job and your mind is not turned off, it the day will go by really slowly. So, that's one tip I learned about. So, the job is basically easy. You just scan something. And you look at the pod and see if it's the right size, basically. You got a pod that has a depth of 6 inches, then 9 inches, then I think uh, 14 inches, and then the last one's 18. Like That's like the biggest one. So if you have a pod that has spots that are 18 inches long in depth, obviously you don't put the smallest item in there. And it won't let you anyway. It'll say it's not the right size. So you basically got to use uh, common sense here if you see a big pod put big items in it if you see a small pod put small items in it simple it you learn things after a while there are other things that you have to consider like safety make sure your hands are always on two parts of the ladder if you can't reach the top of the pod uh make sure everything's all nice and neat uh if you ha- encounter like certain things like damaged products make sure to put it in a certain area If you have problems scanning a certain item, make sure you leave it in the original box or the tote and set it aside for somebody to fix it for you. We call them problem solve. So problem solve. So what are they? This is a department I don't work at yet. Maybe I might consider it. They walk around with laptops on a cart and they say, you got problem solve? And you're like, yeah, uh, I got a box full of these little boxes here and uh, I can't scan them. The barcode doesn't work. And you're like, okay. So, they scan the box, find out where, what it is. They print out new barcodes and put them on these boxes. So, now you could scan them. Now they work. That's what a problem solver basically is uh, making sure the products can be scanned so that they can be put in the pods. And then, like the, uh, the thing about stowing is that stowing is just one part of the major, of all the cogs that work together to get your package out the window or to get them delivered. So they can be put into your house. So I believe the first thing is, of course, the packages get delivered on the truck and they get unloaded. And then they go from unloaded and they start getting stowed. And after they get stowed, another group counts them to make sure everything's accurate. Now, the next part is called picking, which I'm also trained on as well. I like picking better than stowing. With stowing, it is easy. But at the same time, it can be stressful because you want a pod to have the ability for you to put tiny items in it. Because tiny items will help you increase your workflow. But sometimes you only get the largest stuff and you don't have the right amount of pods to put the largest amount of stuff away. And it stresses you out because now you're working. it feels like you're working slower and your numbers are getting lower. And this allows management to come over to you and be like, hey, you're working a little slow today. What's the reason for that? And I'm like, well, I got a whole whole entire pallet of big items. I don't have anything small to put away. (laughs) But with picking, you don't have to worry about that. So what picking essentially is, is basically I go to the same station just about, but all I have are totes. I don't have any boxes. They're empty totes. The screen tells me, hey, take this item. Find it in that area. It's lit up, by the way, from a projector. Tells me the item is in there. Find it, scan it, and if it's right, we'll beep with the correct tone. And then you put it in the designated pod and you hit the button. And then you repeat this again over and over. It's easy. You put stuff in the tote from the pod. And if the tote is getting full, you push it out of the way and it automatically goes in this little conveyor belt and it gets sent down to uh, the packing area uh and like i said i just repeat this over and over now packing it gets to them they basically take the items that they're supposed to put in the box or whatever they can they put it in the box and they put it on the conveyor belt and that's it <laughs> and then from there the boxes get labeled and they get put on carts and the carts get loaded up on trucks eventually they get distributed and they get sent out to people's homes i don't know if that's the exact same process because i don't work in every area so that being said that's the whole structure of how the work goes, right? Now, every three hours we get breaks. So the first break is a clock out break, meaning that you go to your lunch area wherever you want to go, but you have to clock out for it. So you clock out, eat your lunch, then after about half an hour after that, you clock back in. The second break occurs another three hours after that. So my first break started at nine to nine thirty. The second break is at one o'clock in the morning to one thirty. Now, this break you don't have to clock out for, but they demand that you exit your station exactly at 1 o'clock and then come back at your station at 1.30. Easier said than done sometimes, and you, quite often people don't really listen to that rule anyway, So, but they insist that, that is the way you're supposed to do it, and they said they're going to write people up who, uh, who basically ignore it. So, I try not to ignore it. I might be a minute late. I might be a minute early but i'm not too, i'm not like everyone else where we're i've got to clock out of my station 5 minutes early and then come back 5 minutes late that that's too much so that's pretty much the structure of the whole thing you know after that day is done you just you know exit your station clock out and go home now these are 12 hour shifts they're 3 days a week 12 hour shifts they seem hard but 12 hour shifts are not that bad to me like you the way the way i'm working and the way i kind of turn my mind off it, the day goes by relatively quick. It's a 12 hour shift for me feels more like a nine hour shift anywhere else. It's not that much different. Now that's pretty much the structure of how the job works. Now I'm going to tell you about what I actually do to keep myself calm and other little tidbits that I can offer for people who are interested in getting a job at Amazon as well. Now, the first thing they told you originally was that cell phone usage was prohibited. I'm here to say that they changed that. You still can't use your phone openly at your station because if a manager sees you, they will talk to you. They will say, look, you can't use your phone at your station. I made that mistake once. I decided to take a picture of my pallet in the open and a higher up manager saw me do it and they're like, oh, dude, you can't do that. <laughs> I was like, oops, sorry. Uh, but you know, if you have to use your phone, they tell you, go away from your station, go somewhere else at the end. If you need to make an emergency call, because sometimes that happens. Right. But other people nonchalantly just go around and be like, all right, let me put my phone down here behind the box. Let me check something really quickly. And there we go. I don't check my phone all the time. I once in a very blue moon, I'll be like, I wonder what's going on. And I check my phone for like a few, like, like 10 or 20 seconds. And that's it. But I've seen other people go on their phone way longer than that, and they shouldn't be. And that decreases their productivity overall, right? You need to work at your job. Leisure time is one thing. I can understand. Like I said, I sometimes violate the rules myself, but not to the degree that other people do. Uh, The major other thing they tell you to do is you cannot wear ear pods or earphones in general because that's disruptive, I don't think anybody ever follows this rule. Not even I do. I always violate it every single day. So, earpods. So, I have earpods on me at all times. And they're always charged, right? Now, I don't listen to music all the time. I used to. But then I realized something even better that I can listen to are podcasts. And the best thing also are stand-up comedians. I've listened to so many... Stand-up comedians right now, it's insane how many that I listen to, like most of them are pretty funny, others are not so much. I've had one stand-up comedian <laughs> almost make me fall off the ladder. I was climbing up the ladder to put stuff away in the pod, and I laughed so hard, I got dizzy and I had to hold on for dear life. and that act that stand-up comedian, by the way, was Gabriel Iglesias, for those who don't know, his name is Fluffy. You know he's so, he's so big, he's like a damn. i love when he just says that anyway uh podcasts now i decided what kind of podcasts would i be into so i'm like okay let's find something about video games like call of duty or maybe the furry fandom you know and the the podcast i'm going to shout you out but the podcast that i listen to when it comes to furry related topics is called straight from the muzzle Straight from the Muzzle, hosted by Space Bear. So, that's a big shout-out. If you ever want to go to that podcast, I'll link it in my description. Straight from the Muzzle, from Space. And usually has other guests, like Sparrow, right? They always talk about different topics about the furry community. I think most recently, they had a discussion about, uh, like, having, like, ha- access for people who have, like, disabilities. Like, some people who are, like, saying wheelchairs, or people who need, like direct medication, all that stuff. Really good topics. Definitely check them out. Uh, I think another top podcast I listen to, like it basically, I like to hear comedy stories and different types of subject matter, right? I even listen to my own podcast sometimes. It's not because I'm narcissistic. It's because I also like to listen to my own podcast for the sake of feedback. I want to be able to hear my voice, figure out if I'm doing things right. Am I stuttering too much? Am I repeating certain words? Am I saying the word right too much? Right, 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 right. right. I, that's that's my biggest pet peeve about my own voice right now. It's the fact that not only am I not the best speaker, but I keep saying the word right. Why? Why do I keep saying right? You know, right? You know, that's another one. You know and right. <laughs> I try to keep up with the feedback, but sometimes habits die hard and it's very difficult to overcome that. Okay, I'm getting off topic here. So another tip of Amazon Uh, bring a lunchbox that has a bunch of ice packs in it. I'd say that. The reason is because I like to have cold drinks on me. And you don't always get access to cold drinks because they could be far away. For example, if I'm entering the station from the west side, I may work all the way to the east side in the back. Which means if I want to take my break at a break room, I have to walk all the way around just to get to that, uh, the break area. And it takes way too long. My break is only 30 minutes. It's going to take me five plus minutes to get there. So sometimes if I'm way too far away, I'll bring my lunch with me with a bunch of ice packs in it, put my drinks in there and everything. So that way I can just sit at a local table, open my lunch box up and my drinks are still nice and cold. So I can drink them, enjoy my, whatever food I have. I I don't pack too much food. I, I just get like two drinks maybe, uh, a sandwich and some chips and maybe a chocolate snack and that's it. Uh, I'd say another tip with Amazon is that they will constantly tell you, you got to keep a this much rate. We, we highly advise you to have this speed of work and you can't have too much time in between your tasks. So if I'm stowing and I grab one item and I scan it and put it in the pod, that whole process... They tell you it should take less than 10 seconds every single time. The thing is, you're not always going to take 10 seconds. There can be some times where you grab an item, you scan it, and you can't fit it in there. And you have to summon another pod and then finally put the item in there. Or maybe the item won't work and you're trying to figure out why and this takes more than 10 seconds. My tip regarding the work speed that they tell you to go is don't stress about it. Work at your own pace. Don't go too slow. Don't go too fast unless you feel like it. Work at your pace. Because it's stress-free for the most part. Even if they come up to you and say that you should be working faster, just be like, oh no, my rate's a little low. Anyway, (laughs) that's all you got to do, really. I stressed out so much about my work speed speed right? It's the worst thing ever. It feels like I'm failing at my job. I go to up to the screen and I say, oh, my rate is supposed to be 170 units per hour, but now it's 120 or 110. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing terrible. Sometimes you just can't avoid that, especially if you're in stowing. Now, picking is a different story. You shouldn't be slow in picking. But again, I'm not the fastest, but I don't stress about my workload either. So, because if I do stress out, I either sweat too much or I get really flustered and aggravated. And that's something you don't want to have throughout the work area. Speaking of being flustered and annoyed, let's get into some parts of Amazon that are not so ideal. So in regards to what annoys me and Amazon the most in my opinion are people who play their music too loud. So sometimes in the building I have to go to the very middle of the fulfillment center in the second or third floor. We call this the Valley and it's called the Valley because it's a big open space in the middle, but on the left and right, there are stowers and counters. So you get to your station, you know, it's normal day. And then they bring this giant Bluetooth speaker. They plug it in and somebody hooks their phone up to it and they start playing this music extremely loudly. And I'm like, how is this allowed? And it's all rap and hip-hop. That's all it is. And I hate rap and hip-hop music. I don't even like country, right? That's just a musical preference. I don't like that kind of music. I prefer classic rock or metal. But even then, even if metal and hog rock was playing on these Bluetooth speakers, don't play the music out loud. You know why? Because it's too loud and too distracting. Right. And I also want to listen to my own stuff. I want to listen to my podcasts or com- stand up comedians. This music is way too distracting. And I go on rants and tangents when I start hearing the music. Ah, <laughs> uh, So there was one day I got so annoyed by the music. I was like, that's it. I snapped a little bit. I went over to the speaker, turned it off, walked back to my station. People were kind of looking around, like, "What the heck? What did he just? Did he just do that?" <laughs> so then, some guy walked by, and he thought, "Oh, let me someone tur- someone accidentally turned it off. Let me turn the music back up again." <laughs> and I, as soon as I heard that, I'm like, "Oh, we're playing this game." So I walk over to the speaker, and I turned it off again. Finally, some other guy comes in, and he looks at me. He goes, "Hey," he's like, "Hey, dude." And I was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You just touch t- you just touch the speaker?" I'm like, "Yeah, I did." He goes. Don't touch my music. And I replied, Well, I don't want to hear your crappy rap music. <laughs> Replace crappy with an expletive. And I said, Yeah, because I it's dist- I don't this distracting. I don't want to hear this crappy music. Alright? I just want to work in peace. I want ha- that that's what your pods were invented for. I don't care if your music is your favorite or some people have this mental image of themselves believing that if they play the music out loud, everyone's going to be like, yeah, that's my jam. Not mine. You play your music. I'm going to turn it off unless you have an ear pod in. That's just what's going to happen. I've done this several times. The last time I done it, everyone gave me a dirty look and I'm like, I don't care. (laughs) I don't care if I'm going to be happier turning off your loud music that I don't like so I can have a better day. I'm going to do it. If it makes your day bad, I don't care. That's, like, I'm angry enough to the point where I just don't care. And that's one of my biggest pet peeves about Amazon and the other workers. Speaking of workers, then sometimes you get those people who just don't know how to do their job at all. I've seen one guy uh, move so slowly at his station. He would, gr- like, literally, this is what he would do. This is how fast he was going to go. Ready for this? Open the box. Oh, there's an item. Reach in grabs it uh scan okay Mm, put it in the pod okay and next item and and that's how slow he moves this is how I go open the box grab the item beep find the spot okay good next item that's how that's how quick you're supposed to go But not only that, they decided that this guy should work at a different area. So there's this thing called line loading where you essentially, there's two parts to it. You either grab a pallet jack and you grab pallets full of boxes or totes. And you find a station that's empty or nearly empty and you place it near their station so they got more stuff to put away. The other half of it is you simply walk back and forth and you take the boxes that are from the pallet and place it in the 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 rollers on their station. So that way, if I'm at my station and I see boxes in front of me, I could pull them down to a spot so it's comfortable for me to open up and work on it. And this guy, again, was going so slow. But not only that, he was grabbing a pallet jack and he had to use the restroom. Okay, so normally you would put your pallet jack under a pallet, somewhere where it's out of the way of everybody else. You want to make sure that when people have to go from one place to another to deliver more pallets, you need to clear the walkway. Well, this guy had the right idea of clearing the walkway, but he decided to bring the whole entire pallet jack in the bathroom with him. I'm like, I'm walking back into the bathroom, and I see this big pallet jack in the bathroom. And I look at the guy, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, what? You don't put the pallet jack in the bathroom. You put it, you store it. I told. I, I said, here, before I went to the bathroom, here, here, I took the pallet jack out and I showed him what to do. Here, put the pallet jack here, you know, so that way people don't trip over it in the bathroom. You don't leave it in the bathroom. <laughs> it took five minutes because the guy walked slower than death and No offense, but based on his age, I'm pretty sure he was getting close to that. He didn't. I didn't know why. This guy was so elderly, it seemed like. I think he was around like in the 60s. But, like, why is he working at Amazon? Why are you working at Amazon? Like, you walk so slow. You move slower than anything. Like, I don't see this guy lasting that long at Amazon. Or if they don't think you're fast enough, they might move him to a different section. That doesn't require a lot of speed, but man. And I mentioned this to another coworker. Now, the coworkers are pretty cool. There are some coworkers that you encounter that are really cool with you and your friends. With Some you see that you just acknowledge that they're there, like, hi, how you doing? And then others, you just, you know, you don't really recognize them. Or some people, you're just like, why is this guy here? <laughs> so one of my coworkers, uh, she's there. She's line loading. She's put opening boxes for me and putting them on my line. So that way I can grab them at my, at like very conveniently. And she's looking at this guy too. And she's like, why is he moving that slow? And it's like, that's what I said. It's like, man, tell you what, Amazon, they just hire people because they have a pulse sometimes. And she laughs because kind, that's kind of true. Like, of course there's background checks and drug tests, obviously. But if you just sign an application for amazon and depending on the time of the year they'll hire you on the spot they don't care if you're some homeless person who dropped out of high school because they couldn't pass a single class if you can breathe they will hire you now this may seem like a negative thing to say about the company but sometimes that is true but then again a lot of people that i've worked with so far have been really cool they know the job pretty well and some actually get promoted pretty quickly so you know it's like it's very not often that people who are hired perform inadequately and if they do they're often let go most likely i'm hoping so so that being said uh amazon also has interesting events though this is not a pet peeve right Amazon has some pretty good events. They go around. I don't participate in them, but they have a schedule. Like some days they'll allow people to dress up in their pajamas. (laughs) I'm pretty sure for Halloween, like if people are working on their work day, they might even allow people to have costumes or they might pass out candy or whatever. (laughs) I'm not quite sure. I wasn't hired on Halloween. I have to ask somebody about that. But uh, the biggest thing I like is that Amazon has an appreciation for the military and As of May 18th, 2022, there is a military appreciation month and I submitted my information with my military uh, picture and supposedly before the 18th, my next shift starts tomorrow, there is going to be a military based meeting where I simply clock in, but instead of going to my station like I usually would, I just go to this half hour meeting. And um, I'm pretty sure what they do is they talk about future events that I could participate in. I know not too long ago, uh, certain Amazon fulfillment centers within the military have actually had a thing called Earth Day, where they were going out and cleaning up trash. And I'm pretty sure they do other things as well. But it's interesting to me. So, you know, it's less less hours I have to actually work. I could just sit in a meeting and listen to people talk. And consider other activities that may benefit me Uh, and not maybe not with a job, but maybe like morally speaking, like I can actually help improve the environment or whatever. So, you know, it's it's up in the air right now. I have yet to go to this meeting, but who knows? Time will tell if I like it or not. So, yeah, that's pretty much what I could say about Amazon right now. Overall, I would say it's a good job. I like it. It pays good. It's simple work. And it's only three days a week for me, at least now that's part time. If you're full-time, it's four days a week, uh, 10-hour shifts. But I prefer part-time because three days with 12-hour shifts is not that bad. Unless you have mandatory overtime. Now, if you ever get hired for Amazon, they will tell you this. You're working these three days, and there is also a chance of you having mandatory overtime. It means that, well, pretty much common sense, if the company really needs you to work an extra day of the week they will call you in order to keep up with supply and demand and all that stuff, right? This is going to happen, absolutely happen, during peak season, from October or November all the way past January, because the amount of orders that people submit are insane, because obviously it's Christmas time, and after Christmas time, there's also returns, and late shopping as well, because there's always sales after christmas so within those three or four months is going to be insanity with overtime and if you can manage that and make it past that the chances of you having overtime are going to be slimmer but depending on how many areas you work in you might have more opportunities for overtime not mandatory the cool thing about amazon also is that you can actually go onto the app and it'll tell you hey do you need more money we have extra optional shifts if you want to take them They can range from three hours They can range to all the way up to 12 hours total, right? If you want to work, if you really wanted to aside those three main days that you work at for 12 hours a day, you could choose to have every other off day to be three hours go in for three hours, go in for three hours, go in for three hours. So you can make that extra money. So if you really want to pay for something, say if you're planning on going on like a vacation or if you want to buy a partial fursuit like I want to, I can always go to Amazon, make those extra shifts, and make that extra money. Just so I can pay off what I want. Now, I mentioned the partial fursuit for a reason, because I may consider getting one. This is a little off topic. Uh I don't know who I'm gonna get it from, but I considered a partial suit because it's easier to maintain. Probably won't get as hot. Easier to put on and it's less clunk. It's less. uh, What would you say? It's easier to to like store, I guess. But that's a little off topic. I know people are like, "Why well, are you talking about fur suit, though?" This is a furry podcast, remember? Now I do talk about a variety of topics. I don't talk about everything that's furry related. But I eventually get there. I eventually include some parts of it in. But anyway, I'm rambling on. So that pretty much wraps up my episode of the Dirk Boy Podcast. I hope you all enjoyed. Again, my name is Rugged the Dragon. And I appreciate all of those who listen to me ramble. Now, if you have suggestions on a new topic and you just want to be a guest on the show, just ask. or if you just want to ask me questions in general, I implore everybody to participate. It really helps me out and it helps me feel better knowing that my friends and followers are being included in the show. So I'll see you all next time. Take it easy and be safe. Dirk Boy out.